Today on the NRL.com podcast, we are talking South Sydney Rabbitohs, previewing their 2021 season. My name is Chris Kennedy. It's my great pleasure to join from SEN, the Sports Entertainment Network, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy, thank you for being here. CK1, how are you, buddy? <laughs> Very well. The shoe's on the other foot now. I'm the host. I'm the captain now. <laughs> You darling, right, take control, Skipper. Shall do. We're talking the bunnies um, and their their chances for this year. What's new? What we think of them? Um, should we start with just their their form in the Charity Shield because they were red hot. I was out there at uh, beautiful Glenwillow Sporting Complex. Um, beautiful afternoon that the bunnies put on a show. Latrell Mitchell absolutely on fire for forty minutes, three try assists and one try. Uh, Cody Walker an eight minute hat trick. The the pack as they probably were last year. Um, really good without any too many individual standouts just working really well as a unit uh, the old master Wayne Bennett he's, uh, he's got his squad where he wants them what I guess just to start with your your thoughts on that trial form and how much we can read into the season ahead from that oh, if you take it on that trial form it was exceptional you know um, I'm, what it says about the Dragons is for someone else to determine but if the South Sydney Rabbitohs play like that for extended periods um, and, and let's be honest Chris I, I think they did play like that back end of uh, last year, remember they slog, yeah. They put 50 odd on Manly. They put 60 on the Roosters after being down eight nil. That's the Roosters that they mm. they put that score on. Um, despite all of that, they finished sixth in 2020 um, with only the 12 wins. So um, their points for were good. Their points against probably that's an area where they need to improve. Um, so defensively, um, that's going to be a focus, I think, for, for Wayne Bennett this year because when they get the ball in that mood that they're in, you know, we talk about Adam Reynolds and he provides a really good link, but it's all around Walker and Mitchell. And, and Walker and Mitchell, I've never seen two guys being able to shred a, a short side. They create numbers when there aren't numbers there. You know, they just make defenders make decisions that are invariably wrong or, or they make a decision and then they take the right option. From that point, you know, so so those two are, are absolutely key. I get the sense that at the end of last year, Chris, if Latrell Mitchell could have stayed on the park, I think he would have not necessarily announced himself as a star in the NRL because I think he is that, but announced himself as one of these players that are competition changing, not not game changing, but competition changing. And, and I won't go as far as to say Jared Hayne 2009, but just one of these players that can almost do it at will. There was there was that 22-minute period in that final game before he did his hamstring when he was playing against Parramatta. And some of the things he did in that 22-minute period, I remember him getting a ball out of dummy half, out of um, the in-goal area and having to get out of there. He beat one player for speed. He, he, he came to Michael Seaver. He went, well, I'm not going to run over the top of you. So he, he stepped him. And then he came to another player. I can't remember who it was, but he thought, no, I'm bigger and stronger than you and I'll go over the top of you. So it was like a little inbuilt computer that he was just, uh, okay, respond to this person in this fashion, respond to this person in this fashion. It was, it was just incredible. It, even when he gets to those fitness levels that we anticipate, and, and let's face it, it's very difficult for fullbacks these days. Then um, he's going to be be really special. I think it's an underrated forward pack too. I, I really do. I, I've, I've been so impressed with Ken Kalamakungi, uh, the work that he's done. Tavita Totola, these guys. Thomas Burgess was really good in that uh, in that uh, Charity Shield match as well. Added to that is the depth that Jai Arrow brings and, and just the, the workaholic nature of that. You, you've got a really good squad and you understand why they are premiership favourites at this point. 
Uh, yeah, there's a lot to, to go into there. I want to talk about the pack a little bit because I found both in the charity shield and through the back end of last year when they were winning a lot of games, I very rarely came away from a South game going, wow, Tom Burgess was amazing or Tavita Totola tore them apart. But all of those sort of guys, um, you know, Colin Matungi, they, they never had bad games and they all worked together and they all balanced each other out and, and worked off each other. So while you didn't have like a, you know, a Taumalolo or a 2016 Andrew Fafita tearing sides apart, the the balance of that pack and the way they work together, they just really consistently beat their opposition packs just by sort of weight of numbers and working together. And and to think all of that that you've mentioned there, I totally agree with, combined with the fact we haven't even mentioned their state of origin back row Cam Murray yet. Mm. So, you know, yeah. he's a guy that, that just adds that little bit. Remember, he started last year on an edge. Um, and I think um, Wayne Bennett knew that it wasn't quite right, but he was doing the best thing for the team. And now you've got you know, Kalama Matangi is probably a middle forward. He's out on an edge, um, but he did look like he might have stripped a bit of weight uh, just looking at him in that, in that charity shield game. But, you know, Cam Murray's a, another guy that brings just a, a, another dimension. He's not your typical 13. He's not a Kalmalolo 13. He's a, he's a Cam Murray 13. And a little bit of skill, a lots of work, lightning fast play the balls, and, you know, can do that little bit of, you know, first receiver work that uh, we've seen guys like James... Uh, James Graham and such play over the course of the years as well. I think they've got depth of squad too. I, yeah. I think that's, you know, you start looking at the the players who probably aren't going to be there in round one and, you know, Braden Burns and uh, Jackson Paulo and uh, Mark Nichols and, um, you know, uh, Harmay Sele is another one who I think there's, there's good footy in as well. So, and we know that throughout the course of a, a longer season this time around that you, you're going to need those additional players. Yeah. Your, your player... 22, 23, 24, 25 in your squad are really important. Yeah, you touched on the edge there a little bit and they started uh, last season with Ethan Lowe, unfortunately forced into retirement through injury. Bailey Sirinan emerged as a genuine first grader. He's gone to the Warriors. There's a spot there. Um, I was thinking they might have to sort of shift Cam Murray out just to sort of plug a gap given that they brought Arrow in who can take over that 13 role. But we saw in the charity shield, both Jacob Host and Keon Kolomatangi both play exceptionally well on their respective edges. Kolomatangi, uh, I think more of an edge coming through the juniors, emerged, has pretty much exclusively played in the middle in his NRL appearances to date and was making, you know, 120 metres in 10 minutes off the bench last year. But um, I think potentially even prefers an edge uh, moving forward based on my chat with him uh, up there in Mudgee and uh, scored a nice try there in the second half. So between those two guys, obviously Jaden Sewer to, to shore up the right edge, and that that roster of middles, it's a um, it's a formidable pack, and yeah, you touched on the depth, and they're, they're going to need probably most of them at some point, but they've they they don't really have too many weak links. Has he lost a bit of weight, or has he shredded a bit of weight, Kalama Tangi? He looked very uh, like not trim because he's a he's a stocky bloke, but he, he looked very fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and and that's the beautiful. They're a little bit interchangeable too. I think Jacob Host is an edge. I, I yeah. probably think that's where his best footy is. But, you know, uh, sometimes you've got to do things that suit the team rather than suit your individual game. Um, I think the other thing to consider around this too is, is taking a step back, Chris, and looking at the way it's set up. You know, they've been close the last three years. There's different reasons over different years why they haven't taken that next step. I, I think Cody Walker's come to a peak of his career. Latrell's not at his yet. Um, you know, Dane Gagai and Campbell Graham and all these guys that... Mm can play really, really good footy. And and then you add to that the fact that, you know, the hunger's there because they haven't made the grand final over the last three years. 
Wayne Bennett's having his last season there. You know, this is a great story. If Wayne Bennett can can you know win a premiership at his third club, and and that third club happens to be you know one of the most famous clubs in the league, then you know there's a, there's a great deal of symmetry associated with it. Um, I don't think he's been under motivated in previous years, but uber motivated yeah. will be Wayne Bennett to win it to win a premiership. And and you know all the tricks that he has to pull out of the box that he can pull out of the out, out of the box he, he uses and. And there's plenty of those. We uh, we spoke to Latrell after the charity shield. He came out to chat to us, uh, journos who are up there. And one thing that really came through strongly in what he was saying was he just kept going back to to Wayne and anything that was going well for himself and his development as a fullback. He was crediting to Wayne the support that Wayne's shown in him. The the you know, the protection that Wayne offers his players, the motivation that he gives them, the, the way he just looks after them. Um, he's certainly one of the great man managers our, our game has seen. And even at his um, sprightly old age, yeah, he's, he's definitely still got it. And, and like you say, to, to win a, a premiership in his final year at the club would be something truly spectacular. You know where you work and where I work. We just want people who have a bit of empathy with us and, 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 and can show us that, you know, love when needed, and yeah. kicking the backside when required as well. And, and we don't know when it's, when it's required, but when you've got a bloke who's been doing it for 40 years, you do know. Um, does it guarantee a win? Of course it doesn't. And, and that's the challenges throughout the course of the year. And if they get a serious injury and touch wood, it doesn't happen. But if they get a serious injury to one of their really important players, it makes it that much more difficult. But, you know, yes, you need your element of luck, but there's all these other factors that go into it. And, you know, Wayne and the South Sydney Rabbitohs in 2021, they, they look primed. Yeah. I know we've, before we wrap it up, I know we've touched on Latrell a little bit, but um, this time last year, the, the conversations around him were whether he was going to even make it as a fullback. He was going to be able to adjust <laughs> from being one of the best, or probably the best centre in the NRL at the Roosters to taking on the, the number one role where there's so much more running required. I, I don't think he's ever quite going to be the two of us, Shek Tedesco, 250 metres a game fullback but in terms of a, a damaging um you know ball playing ball running um guy who can inject himself when he wants to and i mean probably the hain uh, 09 or 2014 will be a better comparison than a tedesco or a two of us a check but he's he's very much his own man and popping up on both sides now with that ball playing the um the over under offload that he um he flummoxed the dragons with the other night the, the cutout ball for the the first try assist he's um he's certainly got a pretty big bag of tricks the over-under ball that you mentioned to Cody Walker, I, I just wanted someone to line up vision of Arthur Beats and throwing a pass to Russell Fairfax in the 74-75. So it had that element. It's about, you know, it, it's almost like they're doing it in slow motion. So I'm falling. I'm falling in a tackle, but here's the ball. Okay, where's my runner? Oh, there's my runner. I'll throw the ball to the runner there. You know, it's just just incredible skill level. So, I, and I agree with your assertion. Like, Billy Slater changed it for everyone, didn't he? Like, for all fullbacks, not only did you have have to have supreme fitness you also had um high quality speed and then just to add to that billy added um okay you need them to ball play on the edge and shred three on two situations and you have to talk a lot in defense because you need to marshal the defenses there as well so latrell's different to that like those guys you mentioned like your um, two of us are and your tedesco they, they do that to a degree um you could argue not as well as as billy ever did but Latrell's different. You know, you're not going to get 22 carries a game out of Latrell, but you know if you're getting if you're getting 12 to 15, that there's a, a great deal of quality associated with that, and there's there's going to be line break assists and there's going to be try assists 
and let's face it, there's going to be tries as well. Absolutely. So last question before we wrap this bad boy up, the uh, the outlook, the prospects for the Rabbitohs in 2021. Do we agree that their uh, premiership window is firmly open? Well and truly, it was a giant gale rushing <laughs> through that open window for the uh, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs at the moment. Fantastic. Well, uh, Jimmy, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for previewing at the Rabbitohs. Mm-hmm.